I'm Sandy Swallow. I'm Okalala Lakota and Northern Cheyenne. I've been an artist for over 30 years and through my artwork have portrayed my heritage. Now I'm starting a brand new venture called Lakota Link and I'm here to share with you and I hope you enjoy it. Lakota Link. Greetings from the home of the Seven Council Fires, land of the 1868 Fort Laramie Treaties, bringing stories old and new of Lakota values, courage, respect, wisdom, to name a few. A couple of days ago, we celebrated our 52-year anniversary of marriage, and um, I just thought maybe it would be fun to share with you a little bit about the beginnings. So I'm going to go way back into 1968, and that was quite a, a year. I remember Robert Kennedy came to Pine Ridge Reservation and he stopped at Ulrich's and I remember shaking his hand. Something I remember really powerful was his hand felt so soft. It, It's like he had never worked hard, but, you know, I imagine he didn't. I mean, he worked with his mind, but not with his hands. And that that stuck with me, and it was, wasn't very long after that that he was assassinated. So there was uh, 1968, a lot, of, a lot of things going on. And my husband and I, well, I knew his, his uh, brother. His, his brother was a year behind me in school, and we knew each other. And Wayne was actually... A college man. At that time, he was going to Black Hills State University and going to become a teacher. But he would come home to Oryx for the weekends. And I remember seeing him a few times, once at a game and once at a party. That was <laughs> a country kid sort of party <laughs> out in the country. and And that's where we kind of really got to know each other more and anyway he did ask me to marry him and I was in high school and we had some plans and one of the plans was that I was going to become an RN a nurse back then things were really different I think about people nowadays and in their lives and how things are, and but back then, I think um, I I was in town at, at Ulrich's and going to high school there, and and uh, with my cousin, he was younger, but I wanted to tell you a little bit about Wayne's family. Uh, his mom and dad both came from huge families. I mean, his mom was one of 16, and I, I think his dad was one of 12 or something like that. And they uh, 
his mom and dad homesteaded out. They called it Hay Canyon, and it was out, uh, let's see. How would I describe it? I would I would say, you know, their address was Oral, South Dakota, and the kids went to Smithwick, South Dakota, both little towns, and it was out um, to the east of that. So Wayne grew up at really um, kind of way country, so he, he was a cowboy. His mom and dad worked hard, and... I remember when we first got married, well, I remember going out, being invited out for a meal there, and I got all dressed up. I can even remember what I wore. It was a red suit, because back then, you wore dresses or skirts. You didn't wear pants very often, and uh, especially to school, you had to wear dresses, and um I remember especially picking out what I was going to wear, and and I was pretty nervous meeting his folks. And we had pizza for, for dinner, and I was trying to be very polite and was trying to cut it with my fork, and it flipped over and landed right in my lap. Ah, talk about embarrassing. I thought, oh, boy. I made a great first impression, <laughs> but uh, it, it was okay. They understood. Anyway, Wayne's closest neighbor was about five miles away, and if um, anybody needed to make a phone call, they had to go over to the Bacher, Bacher's. They had a phone, and making a long-distance phone call was no easy task. I mean... It actually, you had to pay a lot of money for a one long-distance phone call. So we didn't uh, talk to each other on the phone much, but we wrote a lot of letters, and I still have those letters. I I wanted to tell you about how I feel about part of my life. So Wayne's family was good, hardworking people, and they were um, very loving, and I knew he came from a good family. When we was going together in the summer of 1968, I had gone back to Utah to work. I worked at the Ogden Defense Depot, and I was saving money. And Wayne decided to, he worked at the uranium mines in uh, Wyoming. And he saved up enough money to fly out to see me. And so that was really great, you know, that he would come all the way out to Utah to see me during the summer. And it was then he he talked to my dad and um, asked for my hand in marriage and so then uh, we had a great few days together there and he flew back to to Casper Wyoming to go to work and 
this is the part that I wanted to tell you about. I remember getting a phone call from Wayne's mom, and it was a few days later after he had gone, and he and she told me that he had been in a terrible accident. And I'm just going to tell you what I remember about that. When she called me, I immediately tried to make arrangements so I could go out to see him. So I would fly from Salt Lake City to to Casper. And then he had some friends that he knew there that picked me up and I stayed with them. And I remember walking into the hospital and seeing Wayne and his head was all bandaged. And what had happened after learning the story was the company he worked for had a there they had a big pressure i it, pipe i guess that that worked the water down into the ground and then they went way down and it pressured up the water in the mud and he was there working on it, and they had put in a safety chain on that. But instead of using a regular regulation safety chain, they had used just a big dog chain, and it didn't hold. And when Wayne was standing there, that um, big pipe flipped, and it hit him on the top of the head and it it threw him right into this mud pit and the people that was helping him the guys that was working got him got him out and put him in the pickup and said you know we're taking you to to the hospital and Wayne said he was talking to them he said he had a headache, but he didn't know anything was really bad. And when they got to the emergency room at Casper, when he went to get out of the pickup, he looked in the mirror and blood was running down his head. When the nurses saw him, they immediately rushed him in to the emergency room. And this is where... Uh, you know, I'm just going to say to you, I believe the good Lord was watching out over him during all this time because there happened to be a noted brain surgeon, and I even remember his name, Dr. Sharus, and he was actually from Iran or Iraq or someplace, and happened he happened to be there in Casper, Wyoming, and when Wayne said when they was wheeling him in for surgery because they had to clean him up, it took him a bit, Dr. Shrews told him, you have a third of a chance of dying, a third of a chance of being a vegetable, or a third of a chance of, of being all right. Wow, that was 
52 years ago and and the good lord watched over him through these circumstances and he was all right so when when i saw him in the hospital they he was walking and he had two pretty nurses one on each side of him <laughs> and he was charming them and i knew he was i knew he was all right and going to be all right anyway that kind of woke us up we was going to do it the smart way we was going to get married after we had finished our schooling and i don't know you know when something like that happens to you you just think you don't know what life's going to deal you and you don't know how long you have or what's going to happen and it made us realize that we wanted to be together very much and so we decided to get married on um November 29th 1968 A footnote to when Wayne got hurt. A few years later, we ended up filing a lawsuit against a company when when he had gotten hurt because of negligence. And at that time, we couldn't afford a lawyer, of course. So this law firm from Rapid City, which is very well known, <laughs> they uh took on the the suit through what's called contingency and that meant means that if you don't get any money you don't have to pay the lawyer but the lawyer gets a percentage and as i recall they got quite a big percentage it we really didn't get that much money out of it but back then when we went to court i remember the lawyer looking over at me and telling me I don't think it'd be a good idea if you went in to the courtroom because because you're Indian and that might look bad so I never got to go into the courtroom you know gee whiz I I would hope things have changed but and they have a lot have changed for the good but things like that still go on just one one to add this cuz it is a bit of history so i'm going to go to kind of more of a happy part of this story uh we you know i had really never attended any weddings i the only one i did was my sister's and i wasn't a part of it um and so i had no idea i mean these young ladies that plan for their wedding all their lives i i was not one of them i had no idea what to do i mean i knew i had to have a dress and a cake and things like that but um i can actually remember feeling it that it might be an imposition to ask some of my friends like i i remember vicky cathy playing the piano and and uh, renee anderson singing and donna sue putnam she was my maid of honor we were 
best friends in high school and but now I know that's kind of an honor to ask people that stuff but back then I had no idea and I've uh, got pictures and the main bunch of pictures was taken by Lois Putnam Donna Sue's mom and and I kind of feel like I was one of her adopted daughters. She had three daughters. and But she was always so kind to me. And, you know, my mom, she was in Utah, so she couldn't really help me. And Aunt Jo, um, she helped me. I mean, we went down to Shadron, Nebraska, and went to, uh, like, a grocery store bakery, and... I ordered a cake, and I remember it cost me $32. I had saved up working for the defense depot. So I remember these things. <laughs> money it was not, money did not come easily. And, uh, of course, Wayne was a col- college student, and he had saved up by trapping out on Hay Canyon. So... He had a little savings, and so did I, and and that's what we paid for our wedding. And I remember um, I actually made my wedding dress. I sewed it, and Wayne bought me a Bible to carry, and and uh, I don't think we had any real flowers. One of the Putnam girls lent me her veil. <laughs> It was kind of thrown together, actually, this wedding. It wasn't very planned, and we didn't send out invitations. But, you know, it was it was really neat. There there was a lot of people that came back then, I think over 100, maybe 125 or so. This is how smart we were. We had done the wedding. We We did it on November 29th because that was kind of Thanksgiving weekend and Wayne had it off from school and he had uh, gotten a a trailer house, rented a trailer house in Spearfish, so that's where we was going. So our honeymoon was in Rapid City and we went up to the Holiday Inn and I was very nervous. I um, remember my coat when I put it on the back of the chair to eat supper. There was rice that fell on the floor. Oh, I didn't change. I didn't know we were supposed to change. You know, <laughs> I was eighteen, so you have to kind of take that into consideration. <laughs> And so the next morning we get up and we're very hungry and realized we didn't have any money. So we go out to the car and we search through the car, went went through the cubby hole, and I think it was about 35 cents. So we went to McDonald's and bought a Coke and fries for breakfast. And that's where I say how smart we were. (laughs) Anyway, 
I hope this little story will be a blessing to you that the good Lord can get you through anything. And even though we're all kind of lonesome at this point with our lives so changed right now with this COVID and seems like there's going to be a lot of changes during this holiday season. It, this too will pass. It'll, it'll be okay. And thank you, my friends. Well, I hope you enjoyed our segment. You know, I, I enjoy visiting with the people. And if you did, go to sandyswallowgallery.com where you can find my artwork and find some history and some background. Please subscribe to it. Or if you have some comments, we would love to hear your opinion. This is a new adventure for us, and I value your opinion. This song is written and sung by my good friend, Quincy Goodstar. Lakota Link is here to share Lakota values. God bless you on your journey. Wopila, thank you for joining us. Take